Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. We're going to be talking about, in Luke chapter 12, if you'll turn there, we're going to be talking about the real danger. Now, he follows this logical progression, and I know that reading through this passage, the first time I read through it, I was like, how are these things even related? But I'm trying to help you to to see this progression that he's going through. In verse 10, he says, And anyone who speaks the word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him, but those who blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven. Okay, how does that relate to what he just said? He said, if you you confess him before men, he will confess you before the angels. If you deny him, he will deny you. Well, here's the thing is, you, you could, that could happen to you. You know, remember Paul was Saul, and he persecuted the church, and he made many people blaspheme Jesus. Many people denounce their faith in Jesus. And, and, and the, the thing is, even though that's awful, and it's a horrible thing to do, and we should never do that, it's not that there's no forgiveness for that. You know, Peter denied the Lord, remember? We have to understand there's pressures that we don't even understand. I can't imagine being in that situation. But Peter denied the Lord, and, and yet there's still repentance. We can repent of that, can't we? If we deny the Lord, we can repent of it. Not that I recommend it, but he's saying it will be forgiven you. But he says if you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, you'll be lost forever. Now, I, I think every one of us comes across this passage reading in our Bible, and we think, you know, especially as a new Christian, oh no, did I blaspheme the Holy Spirit? You know, I don't know. I remember thinking that the first time I was actually listening to this in audio and I was 18 years old. I'm listening to a tape and it was an audio Bible tape. And I was like, have I done that? I'm trying to do an inventory of all my thoughts and all of my words, you know, over the years. And, and the reality is, is if, you, if you're afraid of that you've blasting the Holy Spirit, you haven't. Okay, in the, real, the reality is, is what the blasting of the Holy Spirit is when we, when we think about that. It's, when, when the Holy Spirit comes into the world, the Bible says the Holy Spirit comes to testify of Jesus, that he, he is to convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment, and to show the things of Jesus to you. And certainly that was the case during the time of Jesus. When Jesus was doing miracles, they, they said, that's not God, that's Satan, even though he was fulfilling Bible prophecy. You're casting out demons by Beelzebub. He says, hey, be careful. If you blaspheme, you speak evil of the Son of Man, it's forgivable. But if you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, it's not forgivable. And, and so what are we talking about when we talk about blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? It's not letting the Spirit down, and you're going to do that. You know, that's why Paul would say, don't grieve the Holy Spirit, don't quench the Holy Spirit. There are going to be times in your life where you quench the Holy Spirit. There's going to be times in your life when you grieve the Holy Spirit. But what blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is a continual resistance of the Holy Spirit. As the Holy Spirit convicts someone of sin, righteousness, and judgment, and they say, no, I am not going to receive the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to receive Jesus because I do not want that. Even though the Holy Spirit has testified to you that it's true. 
And, and because we know that the only thing that's going to send anybody to hell is a rejection of Christ. He says, I'm the way, the truth, and life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. And if I continue to push him away and push him away and push him away, there's going to be a last moment when I push him away and say no. And then I'm going to die and, and spend eternity away from, separated from God. The, 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 the deacon Stephen, when he was standing before the Jewish court telling them that they, their history of rejecting God's man, and, and now that they've rejected Jesus, he says this. He says in, in Acts chapter 7, verse 51, You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did, so do you. And so this blasphemy, blasphemer of the Holy Spirit is the guy who heard the gospel but closes his heart and his mind. And he knows somewhere deep inside that it's true, but he doesn't want to receive it. It's, it's, the, it's the person who comes to church and they sit here every week and they listen to the Bible and, the, and maybe they're with their spouse or maybe they're with, a, they're with a friend and they hear it and yet the gospel is presented and they say no, they say no, they say no on a continual basis and there's going to be a moment in your life where you, are, you have said no for the last time. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've heard the testimony of people where God has come to somebody, the Holy Spirit has come to somebody and said, this is it, or I'm done with you. And how shocking that was. A, a guy who was completely strung out on drugs and resisting the Holy Spirit and running, his dad was a pastor, resisting and running from God. And, and, and as he was driving to the drug house to get drugs, he heard a voice say, I'm done with you. And he flipped out and he ran and he called his dad, I need to talk to you, checked himself into rehab and completely repented. Because he's realized, he realized, I have been resisting the Holy Spirit this whole time, and God is so gracious to say those words to him. Just so shock him awake, but there are people who will still resist even then. Now, I think another way people resist the Holy Spirit is they just don't want to accept God. They don't want to accept God for who he is. They, they, they can't believe in a God who would send people to hell to kill them and then cast them into hell. I can't believe in a God like that. I can't believe in a God who'd want me to repent of my sin. I think God understands, you know, my relationship and, and he understands who I am and he created me this way after, after all. And so I can't think that God would ever, uh, I can't believe in a God that would believe that way. I believe in a God who's gracious to everyone and just lets everything go. I can't believe in a God who wouldn't affirm a gay marriage or, or a God who says that, that a, a biological man who says he's a woman isn't a woman. Or a God who, who says that there's only one way to be saved. After all, there's a lot of good people in the world. And in those statements, they resist the Holy Spirit and reject the God of the Bible, making a God in their own image. And that's the first commandment, isn't it? Do not make any other, don't, do not have any other gods before me. And do not make an image of a God or likeness and worship it. And they, they say, I want to believe in a God like I want. A God just like me. A God who likes the things I like and, and hates the things I hate. Thank God he isn't like that. And like I said before, there are a lot of things in the Bible when I read them, I'm like, oh, it's so contrary to my nature. But let God be true and every man a liar. And what God's word says is true, whether we like it or not. Whether we think that that's mean or, or nice or whatever, God would send people to hell. I just can't. I'm sorry. 
But this is the only God you get. Now, I know that saying things like I just said has gotten a lot of people in trouble. I mean, even in America, fired, fined, you know, suspended, canceled, banned from social media. The worst thing that could happen to you. Kicked off Twitter. As if anybody uses Twitter. And the next step when, when things start to go bad like that is prison. That's when we will see things, that, and if things do not change in our country, and it's not just our country, and let's not just, just we are not as far along as a lot of countries, but it's all over the world. This is happening all over the world, not just America. The next step is people are going to be start, they're going to start putting people in jail unless things change radically. So, so that's what we would face. And that's why Jesus says what he says next. He says in verse 11, now when they bring you, to the synagogues and the magistrates and authorities. Do not worry about how or what you should answer or what you should say. There is, there, there's nothing more troubling than the word, word that he says there, when, not if. He doesn't say if they bring you before magistrates or, or the authorities. He says when they do. And every one of his disciples is going to be brought before the synagogue, the Sanhedrin, the Roman government. They're all going to face those troubles. And sometimes we will. It doesn't say, you know, in this, and I think that this is, this is where some people go off track on this. They, they take this and stretch it a little bit. Like, it doesn't say, hey, when you sit down before the test, he'll give you the answers, you know, at school, you know. Or if you get up for the business presentation, don't worry what you're going to say. Just he's going to give you the words in the minute. Or you sit, stand up for your sermon. I know a lot of, you know, I know Pentecostal pastors. I have friends who are, well, I know that the Lord gives you what you need to say in that moment, and the Holy Spirit will teach you. And that's not what it says. It says when you stand before the authorities, that's when. You know, the other time, you need to study. You have to study to show yourself approved, right? It's going to be a bad sermon. Verse 12, he says, for the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. That's pretty exciting. And so when I'm going to be in the most stressful situation, when I'm brought before the authorities, when I'm brought before the magistrates, the Holy Spirit is going to teach you what you ought to say. And I've seen so many examples of this. You know, you, you read stories, you know, Watchman Nee when he stands before the authorities or, or many others. I mean, there's so many in history. Corey Ten Boom, when she's set before one of the judges and he's like, why would you, why would you hide Jews? You know, that's ridiculous. Why would you? And, and she, he's like, what kind of activities did you do? And he said, well, I used to teach a Bible study to the feeble-minded. He's like, that's a waste of time. And she says, oh, no, it's not a waste of time. Those people are more precious to us, to God, than probably even us. And, and he's like, I can't believe, you know, and like, and she just starts talking to him about Jesus. And, and pretty soon he's asking her questions about Jesus. Pretty soon he's trying to help her get it to us to get out of Ravenbrook. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho. Till the very moment when I come home, I'll sing, I'll dance, my heart will overflow. 
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.